0: You're listening to the Shoot for Success Photography Podcast, and on today's episode, you are listening to one of the audio episodes that started it all. We're kicking off and relaunching the audio training series. Hi, I'm Sean Brown, and if you had told me years ago that I would be a professional photographer today, I would have said that you were crazy. Since then, I've been able to grow my photography business to six figures per year and haven't looked back. Now, with over eight years of experience of figuring out what to do, and more importantly, what not to do, I help photographers build the thriving photography business that they've always dreamed of so that they can have more time, flexibility, and freedom to do what they truly want to do. And you wanna know the best part? I'm showing you how to make that happen for yourself in this audio series. This is Shoot for Success. Hey there, Sean Brown, so excited for you to be listening to this audio training series. Like I mentioned in the intro, this is a seven part audio training series. And one of the things that I am so excited to be doing is bringing this back. So this is actually what started it all back in November, December of 2020. Um, It's like almost like two, or I guess a year and a half ago, whatever time it is, and I wanted to bring this back because this was by far some people's favorite episodes, and uh, they disappeared back in January because I wanted to make sure that people were actually implementing, so I wanted to make sure that they were listened to, but this time they're sticking around, Um, and one of the things that I'm really excited about is I know I mentioned April 7th as a date to mark on your calendar, well, update to that, The group is now open. Um, What we are doing is I'm relaunching my free training that I do once a year, the book more seniors training. And so if you are looking to book more seniors to make more per session and ultimately have a business that allows you the freedom and flexibility to do what you truly want to do, that's what this training is all about. And so all you have to do is if that sounds like you where you're like, yep, I wanna book more seniors. I wanna make more per session. I wanna learn how to actually run a business that works for me. I encourage you to sign up via the link in my bio, or you can head to bit.ly slash seniors, and it'll take you to the page to make sure that you get in for that training. But the Facebook group is open. We're gonna actually be doing some trainings leading up to um, the book more seniors training. So it's like a mini training to Before we kick off the the main training, which is going to consist of three live training sessions uh, starting on April 7th and leading up through the following week. And it's really going to be an amazing event. We had almost a thousand people. Uh, sign up for the training last year. And I hope that more people sign up this year because there were so many breakthroughs and uh, huge successes that we saw, huge wins that we saw just in the, the week and a half that we were together in that free training series. So really encourage you to to join. But for now... Enjoy part of this seven part audio series um, all about pricing, value props, streamline your business, all that stuff. So make sure you stay tuned throughout all of the episodes. Hit the like, follow button so that you uh, automatically have them updated. Going to have a couple double header episodes with like Thursday podcasts going live too. So you don't want to miss those. And hope you are doing absolutely fantastic. And I'll see you over on that episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Shoot for Success audio series. I am so excited to have you. If you're listening when this episode came out on the on the Monday, happy Monday. If you're listening on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, whatever day of the week it is, happy whatever day of the week it is to you guys. I am so excited to have you back. If you are a returning listener, if you've tuned in for our episodes one and two, and if you haven't. Well, welcome to the Shoot for Success audio series, and I'm so excited to have you. I know what you're thinking is, for episode three, this is not what I wanted to hear. You guys want to hear about, uh, you know, photographing better, you know, better images. You want to know how to book more clients, all that stuff. But this is at the core of all of that. Because if our business is not optimized, if we are not running at its full efficiency or its full potential... We are missing out on so much potential upside. We're not going to be able to actually scale our business. So, if you know, we're at maybe we're photographing five clients this year and we're doing things, you know, the long way around, the things that basically run us in our business versus the other way around. Well, what that's going to do is it's not going to allow us to scale. It's not allowing us to get to 10 clients or 20 clients, because what we are wanting to do is we are trying to do too many things at once that do not map to a successful business future. And in today's episode, we are going to dive into all of that. And I want to share a quick story with you guys. And it comes from my past. Now, I am a big proponent of not Doing, not not teaching what you don't implement. And this was one of the things that I used to not implement in my business. I was one of the people that took as much on and kind of wore it as like a, a badge of honor. And I quickly learned that that was not really a badge of honor. And in fact, it was almost like a, a badge of, of ignorance or a badge of just stupidness of why I was taking on things that I did not need to take on in my business. And I'm not saying this to offend anyone. That's just something that I came to realize about myself is I wanted to get somewhere. You know, I wanted to photograph more clients, I wanted to work with more people. But I was doing so many things in my business that were counterintuitive counterintuitive to actually accomplishing that. And I'm not saying, you know, don't tune it off and say, Sean called me ignorant or Sean called me stupid or anything like that. I'm not saying that because guess what? We have all been there, myself included. And I'm not saying this in a mean, in a mean way. This is something that we all learn and we're all here to work through it. Now, one of the things that I learned taking on all of these things that I I soon realized that I don't actually need to be doing personally in my business and we're going to talk about why we should be streamlining our business why we should be optimizing it well I didn't know that I didn't I didn't really think about it in in those terms I didn't think about scaling my business I didn't think about growing all I knew was that if I did X, y and Z like I'd been doing to book the clients that I had and I did X y and Z again, to book more clients that I would be set. That's all I needed to do in my business. And I quickly realized that as you start to multiply those tasks, you don't multiply the time in the day. So we either need to do less with more clients or we need to do more with less clients. And I simply I I wanted the former I wanted to do a little bit less so that I could work with more people I could reach more people I could have more photography clients that I make an impact in their lives I get to capture their personalities authentically I get to be a part of their senior year and capture and document this milestone I wanted to impact more people and I quickly realized that by taking on so much in my business that I didn't need to take on by the way. I was limiting myself and limiting the number of clients that I could reach. And that's what this episode is going to be about today is why we need to start streamlining, why we need to start outsourcing. I know that's a scary word for photographers, but bear with me. I promise it doesn't have to be as scary, but why should we streamline and optimize our business? And that's one of the questions that I get. Well, the answer to that is that it allows us to actually focus on things in our business that do impact our clients. So one of the things that a lot of photographers struggle with is that they think that they, as artists, as business owners, they have to be the ones who do absolutely everything. And I like to kind of compare this to a little company that we probably all know, which is Amazon. And Amazon is one of those companies that we have seen grow so much over the years. And I'm not sure if you guys knew this, so I maybe it's just me because I'm from the Seattle area. I went to school up there, and so I kind of heard you know the story of Amazon. All my friends were getting hired on by Amazon and all this stuff. And I looked into the story of Amazon and how they started. And basically, this company that is now a multi-billion-dollar company... I think they may have just hit a trillion dollar market cap recently, actually. So it's a huge, huge company. I I realized that in the beginning, they had no ambition to become the company that they are today. In fact, in the 1990s or early 2000s, whatever, whenever time frame it was, Jeff Bezos, the CEO, all he wanted to do was sell books on this new thing called the internet. What Jeff Bezos wanted to do was he wanted to basically act as the online Barnes and Noble. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to sell books out of his garage, ship them to people anywhere across the world. And that was essentially how Amazon got its start. I'm sure we remember the days where it's like, You know, Amazon was the go-to place that we'd buy all our books and then soon all of a sudden we're getting groceries from them and they offer every single thing that we can want within like a 24, 48 hour turnaround time. Well, that was not the company in the 1990s, early 2000s. In fact, the company in the 1990s and the early 2000s was Jeff Bezos sitting in his garage personally packaging up books. Like there are actual documentaries or actual like 60 minutes episodes showing Jeff Bezos in his garage with all the books, packaging them up. But my question to you is, do you think that Jeff Bezos is the one who's packaging up the books today? And I want you to think about that for a second. Okay. How does my photography business relate to one of the largest companies in the world? And you're probably saying, okay, Well, you know, I'm not going to be as big as Amazon, so I don't really need to worry about that. I can do it all on my own. And one of the things that I have to say to you is if Jeff Bezos, the CEO of one of the largest companies in the world, did not step back, where would they be today? Where would Amazon be today if Jeff Bezos at one point in time did not step back? Okay, what if he was in charge of packaging all the books, placing, you know, fulfilling orders, shipping it out? What if he was the one still doing all that, you know, website maintenance, accounting, marketing, all of that stuff? If he was still in charge of that, the business would look drastically different than it does today. And I think as photographers, one of the things that we need to to step back and realize is that if our business is to grow, we ultimately need to focus on those things in our business that actually do directly impact our clients. Because I guarantee you that Jeff Bezos' time is much less valuable packaging orders than it is in other areas that he is a better expert at. You know, he can hire people to package books. He can hire people to do his accounting. He can hire people to do his website design, all that stuff. But what he can't do is he does not, he cannot be replaced with a certain vision. You know, other people don't necessarily have the same vision that he has. They don't have the same expertise. They don't have the same ideas. And one of the things as creatives, nobody can do the work that we do exactly like we do it. Nobody. We can teach somebody how to edit like us. We can teach somebody how to pretty much do all the things in our business, you know, how we're packaging up our orders, putting the little details on it. You know, the bow gets wrapped like this, the bags get, you know, this goes in the bag first and then the gift wrap comes in and all that stuff. But nobody has the ability to photograph like us. We all have a different vision. We all have a different eye. No matter how well you train somebody, we're all different. We all see the world in a slightly different way and we all interact with our clients in a different way. And these, ultimately impact our clients much more than all of these little details that we essentially do ourselves that hold us back. We are photographers that see the world in a different way than anybody else, and nobody can take that away from us. But what we can do is we can be smart about it and delegate and focus on the things in our business that do impact our clients and that we can put ourselves in the position for the maximum effectiveness in our business. So what's another reason why we should be streamlining and optimizing our business? What allows us to actually deliver a more consistent service and experience, more consistent results to our clients. Because one of the things that a lot of people say is, oh, well, okay, let's just, let's just, call for what it is. People are always, you know, photographers are always scared about editing, letting go of editing. Okay. Now, one of the things that we might say is, well, if I'm not the one editing, that's me actually not delivering a consistent service because I don't know how the other person is going to edit. And my, what I say to you, we're going to touch on this a little bit later is, okay, but what if you are now taking on so much that you're rushing through edits, you're missing details, you are scrambling before the session like you have an hour to edit the full gallery when it normally takes you, you know, 3 or 4 or 5 or however many hours it is. Are we actually delivering our clients a better result that way? Or are we rushing through just because we have more on our on our plates and we're not able to take the take the time and the attention that we used to? And we're going to touch on that a little bit later. It also allows us to take the pressure off of ourselves. It keeps us sane. And one of the things as photographers and business owners, I think that everyone does, maybe it's just me or a select few of my friends that I've talked to this about, but we legitimately like being busy. However, that busyness is actually slowly killing our business. And the reason that I say that is because over time, it's inevitable that you're going to face burnout you're going to face exhaustion. You are not going to be able to do everything, and that pressure is going to mount, and you're going to go crazy. And I don't mean like, you know, insane crazy, but you are going to lose your mind of trying to do too much with too little time. And that's the truth. I think that at one point in time, all businesses face that. They all face a time when they either scale up or they go insane, and there's no in between. There comes a breaking point. It's that inflection point, and it's up to us that before that happens to change things up, and I love the quote, and the quote that I always use is, if you want to get to where you haven't been, you need to do things you haven't done, and I love that quote because it's so true. If you want to get to where you want to be, the things that got you here are not going to get you there. And I'm not sure who said this quote, but it's a quote that I've used in my life and in my business for for years now. And I think that this quote speaks to a lot of photographers, because what we do is we do the same thing over thinking that if we want to get to the next step, we just have to work harder. We just have to do more. And I'm here to tell you that that does not always work. It's not always true. We have to f- face a time where we have to change up things in our business. And it could be scary. It can be difficult. And it's a leap of faith sometimes. It's a leap of faith of knowing, did you make the right decision? And the only way that we know that is if we look back five years, you know, three to years from now, a year from now, six months from now, and say, okay, did this change my business for the better? And that's what we're here to kind of deep dive into. So one of the things that we need to realize is what do we streamline? How are we actually going to even figure out what to streamline? And the thing that I always tell photographers that I coach that are struggling with a some sense of overwhelm some sense of being stressed out or feeling like they have too much on their plate. I always say the age-old thing of, you know, pros and cons lists. We're going to we're going to make a list of what we are doing in our business. And when I say what we're doing in our business, essentially every single task that it takes for our business to run. So over the course of a year, if we need this done in our business, that is something we're writing down. So That can be, you know, if it only happens once or twice a year or four times a year or monthly or whatever it is, you know, accounting and like that. If we do it in our business and it is required for our business to run and it's a task that we perform or or whatnot, write it down. And now what we're going to do is we're just going to write it all in one list. And we are going to then make two columns. And if you're um, a homeschool teacher right now, like many of you guys are as schools kind of start to, to shut down and whatnot, especially, you know, after Thanksgiving, when a lot of colleges are, are coming back after Thanksgiving break and all that stuff. So you guys are probably experiencing the homeschool life right now for for a majority of you, or for many of you, I should say. And you may have seen some of your kids take their piece of paper, folded hot dog sti- uh, hot dog style. So that's the basically, you know, the long way. So you guys have two columns now. And what we're going to do is we're going to write down we're going to say only me and we are going to say someone else. And we're going to put those in the two columns. So one column is going to say only me and one column is going to say someone else. And what we're going to do is that other sheet of paper that we had everything written out on that list of what we're doing in our business, we are going to one by one, cross it out, and move it into one of the columns. Now, what I want to say is that we have to think about this, and we have to, from a business perspective, we have to detach emotionally. Okay, that's a big one. As photographers, it's really hard. We have to detach ourselves emotionally from the task. That means we are not thinking about it from any other sense other than a business perspective. Because it's very easy to all of a sudden say, oh yeah, but I, I really need to do this in my business. I really need to have control of it. I really need to do this. I can only do it. And we need to think about it from the sense of a business. Because if we are ultimately to grow, if we're ultimately to keep ourselves sane, if we are, if we are going to grow and become better business owners, better photography businesses, that book more clients, that generate more revenue, that ultimately free ourselves to live the life that we started to live by being photographers, you know, is probably great. We probably faced a bell shaped curve if I'm being completely honest. And what does that mean? Well, let's say that we have, you know, on one end, we have running, you know, running a business and becoming free. So we have like degree of freedom, we can take time off, we can travel where we want to, we are giving ourselves time, we're giving ourselves financial freedom, we're giving ourselves the ability to do what we wanted to do. And then we map that against, you know, that freedom over the course of time. And businesses that don't scale, that don't outsource, that don't streamline, they face this bell-shaped curve. So essentially what happens is, you know, as our business starts to grow, we get more freedom. You know, we book more clients, and therefore we have more money to go on that family vacation or put our kid through college or whatever it might be. Take that weekend off, go to that your son's baseball game. Like whatever it is, we have that freedom And over time, as we get busier and busier, all of a sudden that freedom starts to slip away. And you see kind of that bell-shaped curve where it starts going up, it peaks, and then all of a sudden that freedom starts to come down. Okay, now why does, let's think about that. Why does that happen? Why does our freedom start to go up and then all of a sudden at a point in our business it starts to go down? But Sean, if I'm booking more clients, I'm making more money, that freedom should go up, right? Right? And my, my answer to that is no. It doesn't. It doesn't unless we start making changes in our business. Unless we start taking things off of our plate. Because time is a very finite resource. So one of the the resources that we can't make more of. We can make more money. We can't make more time though. And one of the things that we see, our friends, our family, you know, the more, you know, the, they got that big job promotion. And all of a sudden they're working more, but we're seeing them a whole lot less. And yeah, it might, you know, quote unquote be more successful or a better job. But we have to weigh that it with a lot of things like lost time with family, less vacation days, because we're constantly worried about you know letting our clients down. And as photographers, what we want is we want that freedom to increase linearly. We want it to keep going up. We want it to basically be a line that keeps going up on that graph. I wish I had a visual for you guys, for you guys who are, are not mathematic people or anything like that. Now, which I know I'm not a math I'm you know I'm not a math person, but look up a, a linear and a bell curve graph. And you're going to see that one keeps going up and one decreases over time. And one goes up and then it comes down. And what we want to do is we want to be that line that keeps going up. We want our freedom to keep increasing. As we book more clients, as we become better business owners as we grow, we want that freedom to also keep going up, we do not want to take that away from ourselves. So that's why I say we need to emotionally detach. Because if we do not emotionally detach, what happens is we get sucked into that bell shaped curve, we get sucked into the, the graph where that that life where our freedom slowly starts to slip away because if we don't emotionally detach, we come to a point and we say, I can do this. No, I I shouldn't, but I can. I'm going to keep doing this. I will do this. I will do this. I will do this. And we get to a point in our business where we don't say, somebody else can do this. Somebody else is just as capable, if not better, at this task than I am. And it it comes a point, and you know, it's a realization that we have to make that guess what? We are not always going to be the best person for the job. And that's just plain and true. You know, I can do website design, I can do accounting, but guess what? A web developer and a tax and like a tax accountant by trade is always going to do a much better job than I will. Always. So what we want to do is we're going to come back to those columns that we made. We're going to say, One list is only me and one list is somebody else. We're going to write those tasks, cross them out, write them in one column, basically move them from that one list that we made and put them in the other columns. And what our goal is, is to create a column where the only me section is things that will only have a direct impact on our client's experience with us. Okay. That is our goal. I'm going to take a sip of my iced coffee because it is iced coffee time. Even though it is November, I know it is iced coffee time. And that I I do hold as truth right there. But if you guys are hot coffee drinkers, I'm hot coffee drinkers too. So essentially what we've done is we have these two columns. We have an only me, we have a somebody else column. And our goal is to have only those things that are going to directly impact our clients' lives in them, our clients' experience with us. And one of the things that I always say is if we're too busy on the things that they don't even see or notice, they're going to notice when things are not done that they, you know, that they have a, a, an experience with us about. Okay? Let's think about it. You know, if we're too busy editing the shoot, All of a sudden, we're showing up to our shoot preoccupied or stressed or we're getting behind on their images that normally we would have to them in a timely manner because we feel the need to edit edit them ourselves. We're maybe not sending out prep materials because we had too many things on our plates and the emails just kind of got behind and all of a sudden the email that was supposed to go out last week, our clients are emailing them, are, are emailing us and not and saying, we don't know where this prep email is. We feel like we're not prepped for our session. And it all stems from us trying to take on too much. And that's the truth. Is it, it's, we can either take on less with more clients or we can take on more clients or we could take on more work with less clients. There's really no way to achieve that freedom and flexibility that you guys are looking for without doing one or the other. You can't do more clients and more work. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. I've tried it before. And I'm sure there are some of you out here that's saying, "Sean, it works for me." And that's that's awesome. I'm just saying as a as a general rule, you're not going to find many photographers who do more work with more clients and say, "I yeah, I I had so much extra time." <laughs> I had so much extra time to go on vacation. I had so much extra time to go to my daughter's soccer game. I had so much extra time to, you know, make it to that play that my daughter's in. Like, you're not, you're just not going to hear it. You're going to hear, I'm busier than ever. I feel like I have less time. I feel like I have less freedom than when I started. I started this business because I wanted to be able to spend more time with my family, work from home, and I don't have any of that anymore feel like I'm constantly running my, you know, I feel like I'm constantly worried about not having enough time to do things and I feel like I'm constantly stressed out. That's what you're going to hear. That is what you're going to hear. You're not going to hear that your life is better off by doing more. Doesn't work that way. Okay. So where are some areas that we can start out? What can we do? You're maybe saying, Sean, I I am, I'm ready. I'm ready to start streamlining and optimizing my business. I just want to give you guys a round of applause, you know, like little claps. That's an awesome thing. Like we want to get there. We want to streamline our business. We want to optimize our business, right? So what we need to do is we need to figure out, okay, where do I start? And the thing I want to say to you is that we don't need to do this all at once. So please, during this episode, do not turn it off because you're feeling like it's too much. My job is simply to help get you from point A to B, and we're working on your timeline here. Some people's timelines are different. Some some people's are shorter. Some people's are longer. We're working on your timeline. But what I want you to do is if you are one of those people, like I mentioned, that's feeling overwhelmed and stressed and like they just have too much going on, pick just one area to focus in one area that you can optimize in your business. And I'm going to, I'm going to say, we're going to start with the less scary one. And then we're going to work our way up in terms in levels of scariness. As I, as I've heard it from many photographers, we're going to work our, work our way up to the, the scary one. And if you guys are listening, let me know if you can guess our number three, kind of the, the scariest of the scaries with photographers who are talking about streamlining or optimizing their business and what we can take off our plates because I guarantee you that we almost all have the same answer. And it's something that was the scariest for me for a long time too. So the very first one, well, client inquiry and workflow. And this is something that I actually didn't do for a long time. This is something that I really resisted for a long time. And what do I mean by client inquiry and workflow? Well. Essentially when a client inquires with you, they send you an email They say, Hey, we want more info. Our job is to follow up with that inquiry with, with some information. And they're wondering about more pricing. They're wondering about what our sessions include. They're wondering about what we offer and we need to send them more info. So that's where our client inquiry process starts. And then we also have a client workflow too. So we may have prep emails that we're sending them. We might have emails about, okay, what comes next in the session? What is information that you need to know before your session? And that's part of your workflow. So one of the things that happened with me is a few years back, I loved, loved, loved getting to travel on the weekends during the summer. You know, back back when we could hop on a plane and we didn't have to worry about about, uh, the little rony rona, right? And one of the things that I used to do was basically shoot Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, sometimes Friday. And then I would hop on a plane Saturday through, you know, Friday through Monday or Saturday through Monday. And my friends would go somewhere. We'd check out a new city. I'd travel with my brother, go see my girlfriend, like all these things. And one of the things that I realized was that if I wanted to have that life, if I wanted to have the freedom and the flexibility, I needed to take something off my plate. Because I knew that if I didn't, my client experience would would, do, you know, suffer. My clients would not feel taken care of. And I said to myself, I said, okay. There's got to be a way to do both. And I said, okay, well, let's let's think about this. What is something that I'm doing right now and spending a, a decent chunk of time or something that would be a little bit trickier, you know, when I'm constantly traveling up in planes, I don't really have Wi-Fi, that sort of thing. Well, I could, I could automate my client inquiry and, and workflow. I could streamline it. And that's one of the things that I did. So a couple years back or a few years back now at this time, I talked to uh, my friend Meredith. And Meredith runs a company called Irisworks. And Meredith... Her goal behind Irisworks was to create something called a CRM or a studio management software. Uh, You know, you might hear it referred to a CRM in in more of the corporate world, kind of a a client relations management system. And I said, you know, I was like, I really I need this. I need this. I need this in my business because emails are not going out when they should. My clients are not getting the prep emails at the correct time when they, they should be going out. I'm constantly copying and pasting the same kind of canned email response and changing it, but I'm doing it manually. There's, I, I need help. And she said, yep, let's get you, let's get you on Irisworks. And so I hopped over to Irisworks and one of the things that immediately I, I recognized, I felt, I felt like, a, you know, a ton of bricks was lifted off my shoulders was I literally could go into the software and say, okay, send this email now, send this email then, and it would pretty much do it automatically. So instead of spending like two hours per client conversing over email about things that I may or may not have said because I couldn't remember if I typed it in the previous email or not, all of a sudden, I was sending out every single thing that they needed to know. And the reason that I resisted this for so long like so long, was I was scared that my clients would feel like I wasn't taking care of them if it wasn't me sending out the emails. And that was a limiting belief that I held. One of the limiting beliefs that I held was if I am not doing it, it is lesser than. It's lesser than if I'm not doing it myself. It had importance. It had value that I was doing it for my clients. And I quickly realized that the only value that it held was me actually getting them that info. And over the years, I've had so many clients come to me and say, Sean, we felt so prepared. All of your emails were so helpful. They got us on the right track. They made sure that we didn't miss anything in the process. We were, you know, we were out shopping and then all of a sudden we got an email with your prep materials and it came at the perfect time. And one of the things that nobody has ever said to me is, are your emails automated? Did, did you personally send your email? Nobody has ever said that. They always come to me and they say, wow, we are so glad that we got your email with X info in it, you know, X, whatever info you're sending out. We're so glad we got that email. So glad. And never one time in the years that I've been outsourcing has somebody come up to me and said, we really loved your information, but we want to know, did you send, did you send that email yourself or did you have a, a, a computer software send it? Never once. And it was that moment where I realized I said, in retrospect, I said, I am so glad that I overcame that limiting belief that I had to send out emails. Because what was happening is I, those emails were originally not getting sent, and my client experience was suffering because of that. Next thing that I decided to streamline and outsource in my business was my video production. So people might be asking, well, Sean, do you still do senior films? Yes, I'm not outsourcing that. I'm talking about more of my, of my of the YouTube videos that you guys see on my channel. That's almost all entirely outsourced. I think there's maybe one that I edited in the last two years up on that YouTube channel. And one of the things that people say is they say, okay, well, that's part of you know creative control. I don't really want to give that away. And I can do video myself. And it's not necessarily about whether you can do it yourself or not. That's not really the distinction we're making. The distinction that we need to make is not whether we can do it ourselves or somebody else can do it. It's will doing this improve my client's experience with me. Will doing this take something off of my plate that I can then shift my resources, aka time into areas that are going to make a bigger impact with my clients that I am directly impacting. And we have to look at it that way. And my answer was, nobody's going to really be able to tell if I edited this video for YouTube, their vlog of their session, or if some if I hired somebody to do that, if I hired a videographer to do that. And so what I did is I said, okay, well, I really, really want to, to scale YouTube. I want to put out more on YouTube. I need to outsource it. I'm already, I'm already stretched thin on the client side as is. I want to make sure that I'm still putting this out. I want to add this into my business, but I'm going to delegate this task. And so what I did is I went out and I looked for a videographer and I started out with, um, we have actually become pretty good friends now, this guy Aiden. And I said, Aiden, I have a crazy idea for you. I want you to tag along on sessions, and we're just going to film the behind the scenes of the session. And then we're going to wrap it up and package it as a, as a vlog on YouTube to give people a better sense of what it's like to work with me on behind the scenes and to give my clients that little memory that goes up on YouTube of what their session was like. And he said, game, um, let's do it. And one of the things that it has allowed me to do is allowed me for my clients to get to know me better. It's allowed my clients a, a look deeper into the process of what I do as a photographer, and it's allowed my clients to get a better sense of who they're hiring, what I'm like, my personality, all the stuff that breaks down the barriers of, well, we, we didn't really know you, so we, that's kind of why we didn't book you as a photographer, potentially. And that was one of the things. And I knew that if I didn't have somebody else do this, I would just be even worn down, even more worn down or not be able to give my clients the experience that I wanted. And so I said, okay, this is something that even though I can do it, I'm going to hand it off. So there's a that I think, especially with the video production side, that was a big distinction. It's not that I can't do it. It's that it will not benefit my business in a way that I can benefit my business in different areas. And that's the key distinction to make. All right. If you guys guess number three, you guys win a gold star for the day. It's editing. And editing is the one where photographers throw a fit. They throw a tantrum. They say, Sean, I am not giving up my editing. I am not giving up creative control. And there's a story that I have. And it was a couple years back. I had spent so much time editing one of these clients and I laugh about it because it's like the amount of time that I spent on this one image was like ludicrous. I made sure that like it was like the best, most flawless, flawless authentic skin retouching that you'd ever seen in your life. I made sure that, you know, every single hair was in place. Like literally think to your image that you have spent so much time editing on and you just think it's like the absolute perfect image and I show up to their image premiere and ordering session and guess what they don't say a thing in fact it wasn't even like on their like top tier of images they were like yeah it's a good image wasn't even like a top tier image like didn't put it on their album cover didn't order a wall art of it like nothing and to think about how much time I spent on that one image versus the other images that I just kind of, you know, I did a, a my usual edit. It was still a good edit, but it wasn't like the super time intensive edit that that was. And they chose those over that. And it was that, that first session where I was like, okay, perfection is subjective. And a lot of the times our clients, no matter how good the image is, no matter how good we think it is, are not necessarily going to look at that image and say, wow, you spent, you know, let's say an hour retouching that image and and editing that image. We like that so much better. We like that 30 times better than the image you spent two minutes on because you spent 30 30 times more time on it. We like it 30 times better. Clients just don't say that. You know, photography is extremely subjective. And the reason that I bring that up is because the very this is kind of at the tail end of of one of my seasons. The very next season, I said, okay, I'm going to start outsourcing my editing. And I did and I edited their sneak peeks and then I handed everything else off to my editor. And guess what they didn't say? They didn't ask me if I edited these images myself they didn't ask that. In fact, it looked pretty much identical as if I had edited it. And it was that moment of realization that I said, okay, even though I personally didn't do it, my client, it's still up to my standards, and it's still satisfying my clients. My clients came to me for my personality, they came to me for my, you know, vision and, and lighting expertise and all that stuff. They came to me for those reasons. They didn't necessarily come to me because I can edit an image just like somebody else can. They didn't come to me for that. So if you are in a rut, if you are someone who feels like they they can't let go of it, I implore you to try one ordering session with a gallery that you have sent off for retouching, for editing. And I want you to see and watch your clients' reactions. And I want you to focus in on, are they any different than the reactions that I got from clients that I edited their whole session? And I have a funny feeling that you're going to find a realization that no matter how scary something is, If we think about it from a perspective of a business owner and of wanting our clients to have the absolute best experience possible, we're going to have a little bit of an easier time parting with it. So that is all that I have for you guys in this episode. We ran a little bit long. I know it's one of those topics that a lot of photographers say, we don't need to hear, we don't care about this, but it's one of those topics that I like to lead off on, because I truly believe that if you're a photographer that wants to grow, let you know, create a better experience for your clients, regain some of that freedom that you guys may have lost that you guys are kind of on the back slope of the bell curve, you guys are heading down when you want to be going up in terms of freedom and flexibility. I have a feeling that this episode is going to resonate with you. Because I was in your shoes. I know exactly how you're feeling because I have felt that in my own business and I hope that you all take those next steps to pull yourself out get going up on that on that chart and start trending upwards in terms of freedom and being able to have more success in your business whether that looks like more clients booked or, or charging more or whatever it is whatever your success is we want that freedom to also go up with that. Remember, having more comes from doing less, does not come from doing more. When we are talking about time as a finite resource, the more time we spend on something does not map for us having more time personally. More is not better. Sometimes better is just being able to really focus in on our clients, Provide them with a better service and a better experience. And only from there can we learn to grow and scale our business while also keeping in mind the reason that we got started with our business. Being able to attend that dance recital. Being able to go out for dinner on your birthday or your spouse's birthday without having to worry about rescheduling a client meeting or having a shoot. It's about being able to have that selective freedom when we want. And that is what streamlining your business, optimizing your business is all about. I hope you enjoyed that episode from 2020, the one that we relaunched and we're keeping around. Don't forget, the Book More Seniors event is happening. It's kicking off on April 7th. You're not gonna wanna miss it. So if you are somebody who wants to book more seniors, make more money in their business, and ultimately have a life that's worth living as a result of what you've created in your business, one that gives you more time, freedom, and flexibility, I would love to see you at the live event. We're gonna be doing a series of live Video trainings uh, to make sure that you can take your business to the next level. So, all you got to do is click the link in the description, or you can also head to bitly book more seniors. Pretty easy. And I will get you, make sure you get added to the group. The sooner, the better, because even before that training series, we're kicking it off with a mini training series. So, you're going to want to make sure that you're a part of that. As always, I will see you guys on the next episode, and I will see you at the live event. April 7th and the other days, like Tuesday and Thursday the following week. Lots coming at you guys, we'll see you later. One of the things I discovered early on in photography is that working harder isn't what builds a successful business. In fact, after coaching hundreds of photographers in every market across the country, the number one trait that they all shared when they were struggling was working harder than ever in hopes that things would finally come together. It wasn't until they figured out how to implement the proper frameworks and strategies that their business took off. That's why I've created this free on-demand video training series, the Intro to Senior Photography Crash Course, to help photographers who want to start or grow their businesses without spending years struggling trying to figure it out on their own. In this free training, I will teach you the steps you need to take that people like myself along with hundreds of other photographers have used to build their thriving senior photography business and be able to live the life they want to live. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to unlock how to make that happen for you and your business and say yes to being the successful senior photographer you've always dreamed of being.